Because this is what it's come to. Just a two-lane daylight oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I gotta turn that up. Uh, <laughs> I that hurt, so bro. Person. That hurt, bro. What if I use that as the intro? Oh my god! <laughs> us, us just, just uh, us just absolutely destroying. Like just... just backtrack and use that. Oh my god! Alrighty, alrighty, everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Waves on the Shore with myself and a special guest today. Up and to my right, it is Tom. Uh, he is going to be joining us. Tom is an OG of the Discord, an OG viewer of the channel, a G in general. So we're like. We got to get Tom on, and he is a big fan of Ernest, a good buddy of Ernest. So we were like, hey, we're going to be talking about Ernest a lot in this episode. Why not get Tom on here? So Tom is here. Tom, say hello to the people. Let them know what's up. Hi, people. What's up? I'm Tom. <laughs> and I am I am an Ernest fan. Guilty. Guilty as charged. It's almost an understatement, I feel Yeah, like. he's got the hat. He's yeah, got no, the yeah, shirt. That, that is, that is understating it a little bit. He's got everything going on. So, Tom, where are you right now? Because you're kind of all over the place. Um, at this uh, moment, right now, are oh, you back sorry. home yeah. yet? Yeah, no, I am at home. I am in Austin, beautiful Austin, Texas. Yeah. Also, like it's sort of like uh, I was just in Nashville a few days ago, and while I was there, there was like tornadoes just a few miles from here. <laughs> you're posting about that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was, it was really bizarre. Yeah, so funny enough, we for those who don't know, we normally record on Tuesdays, but Tom was actually at an Ernest show, or it was the day you were flying out to see an Ernest show. Um, one or the other. So, uh, it turned out to be both. Turned out to be both, yeah. So yeah. we're like, well, we can't record Tuesday. So, But here we are. We've got this brand new episode. We've got some stuff lined up for y'all. It's going to be a great episode and I think we can just start right away um, with Ernest. Ernest dropped his second album, but in a way, it kind of feels like his debut moment, um, just because Locals only back in 2019. He didn't have nearly anywhere near the uh, the size or the momentum or anything, so it almost feels like a big debut in a way. But Flower Shops, the album, is out now. It's 10 songs, 11, including the acoustic version of the title track, Flower Shops. My review of it is up on the channel. So as always, when it comes to records, I have already thrown my review up. I'll kind of take a back seat, uh, but we should have some great discussion here. We've got multiple perspectives coming at you here. Uh, which which one of you boys wants to start off the conversation wherever you see fit? Hmm. I think I could start. Um, yeah, I'll let him start. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, this is a really good album. Like, I, don't, I think it's just really solid. Uh, and I also think I'm in the minority with a few songs that might be my favorite. Maybe just one, really. Obviously, I think I think most people really like "Comfortable When I'm Crazy." That and, song has risen to be one of my like arguably Tennis my favorite. Queen is also a big standout for me. But a lot of people seem to not be super big on some other bar, and I really like some other bar. I. It's I think the like, chorus where that one's really good. Yeah, I think I mean, the chorus is where it's strongest. I'll agree with you right there. Uh, I don't know. I just I think it's a I think it's just really fun. It's not the it's definitely it's it's probably not the best song on the album, but I think it's 
it's one of the more fun ones. It doesn't take a lot of. Uh, maybe it's maybe the writing isn't as good as well. Yeah, I'd argue the writing, writing is one of the strong points for it. I think the, I think the only reason some other bar, in a way, depending on how you look at it, some people say might not work is because with the whole album, I feel like it's a little, not to the extent of what it's come to, but some other bar is pushing that poppier direction, whereas the rest of the album is so, okay. so traditional sounding that sure. it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb because. It's. I still enjoy the song, but it more just sticks out as another thumb, like another flavor that's not really in line with everything. Whereas the rest of the album seems super like, um, super focused, uh-huh. super consistent with its sound and its palette. Whereas some of the run what it comes to kind of break that up a little bit, um, and then it's just personal preference. Do you like the song or not? But yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, th- I think I think I lean more towards where Evan's coming to on that one. Like obviously, like I still like it a good bit, but I wouldn't call it one of my favorites. But honestly, for a slightly different reason, in the terms of subject matter, it almost seems a lot like Sugar on on his first album, as far as like like basically like getting a relationship started and then just wanting to see like really wanting to see that girl again and hoping she shows up again i can see but, that like, a- but i and like i always can't help but compare them and i obviously like i like sugar a little more it's a little more like obviously it's a lot happier it's a lot brighter it's a very different tone but mm-hmm. I, still, I still like some other bar a good bit but it's on the, it's on the lower end of the album for me personally yeah i think you can also draw a connection um to something like heartache on the dance floor from john party um, just kind of that, like, had something in a bar, lost it, and it's just kind of looking for it again. Yeah. Um, anyway, I will say that, because it's kind of the closer of this album, but not really because the acoustic version of Flower Shops kind of is. I kind of like that as a closer. I can't yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah, I agree. I, I do too. But because it shows up there twice, like, if that if he, if he, if Ernest for some reason didn't put that there, some other bar would would have been the last one and it kind of feels like a weird i don't know the place the placement of it is the thing that strikes me the most as a little weird yeah and it's kind of interesting how like the original is like at the exact halfway point of the album the acoustic one is the one at the very end yeah i think it but i think maybe evan said something like this in his review but it's kind of like the turning point of like this loose story that's going on between these two people things are going good comfortable and i'm crazy yeah. and then flower shops yeah. yeah and then and then it kind of turns around maybe a little bit after that so mm-hmm. i kind of i kind of like that placement for flower yeah it's, i mean did it, did it with you is kind of the one is like the one brighter song at the in the latter half mm-hmm. yeah which i obviously greatly appreciate because i love that song yeah great like, driving you guys song. know like you guys know i have an affinity for for pop rock outside of outside of country music so and like that's that's the one song in this album that kind of leans into that pop rock ish side of country that it just it really works for me personally yeah like it's yeah. it's all it's one of my favorites i loved it from the first second i heard it it's definitely in the top half for me i think one of just going back to like the um sequencing closer to the end i think the reason flower shops acoustic works as a closer is simply sonically um, some other bar thematically, lyrically, 
I think it makes the most sense to have as like the closer just for the storyline's sake. But uh, musically, if I uh, if you were whiskey, just it's way more of a fitting closer. I feel like it just kind of drifts out into this like abyss at the end. Um, whereas some of the bar kind of slams it back. So I think the reason the flower shop's acoustic works is because it kind of brings it all back in. If yeah. you so if you cut the even though it's just a bonus, when you listen to that as well, it kind of brings it all back in. And even then, being the fact it is the title track, uh, I feel like it's almost like a chorus on a grander scale. How like you get the chorus like a few times throughout a song, and I feel like that almost applies in like an album scale where it's like this is flower shops. You get it, like you get the first few songs, you get the title track, we go through the rough part, and then he kind of closes it off with a soft, like, this has been flower shops kind of thing. So I think that's the reason. One, I... one, thing, one, one thing I'll also say for this is that, like, it really doesn't, like, even though, like, obviously I like, so, like, there's some songs I love and, like, maybe, like, one that, like, one or one and a half that I think are just, like, merely good. Like, I think one of the best parts about this is that there really isn't any filler like nothing really yeah. even even the songs i like the least they all feel none of it feels unnecessary there's no you like, couldn't no cut anything there's no yeah like every everything feels necessary to the album narrative which yeah like, i mean obviously like obviously you guys know i love dangerous but like everybody anybody could see that that had some extra, a little bit too much yeah yeah, like, yeah. This, this album does not have that problem at all if you cut anything from flower shops, it would kind of disrupt it. Whereas, like you said, for as good as Dangerous was, there was a lot you could have slimmed back. Jaren, you're aching to well, say something. I, I, I'm curious, because it's been more than a year now since Dangerous. <laughs> I'm curious to, to hear what Tom's... Tom, do you have a favorite song off of Dangerous? Like, pick one. I know, I know it's, uh, I know it's like the, the cliche answer, but I feel like Cover Me Up is still my favorite. Okay, okay. I don't think that's a cliche it's answer. A, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that's the quote. That's the cool answer. Like that's the, yeah, that I can understand. I feel like the cliche maybe, answer would be like sand also, in my boots. It's also a pretty. It's a good song. Like it's. I can't. Blame it's a try. Yeah, it's a tried like, and tested song. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it a is good version of that song because there are some versions of that song that are not that don't do it justice. <laughs> like uh, freaking Randy. No, who is. I know Zach Brown Band has a version, and then, uh, why can I not think of his name? Whatever, forget about it. I'll tell you what the actual best cover of that, I mean, the best non-Morgan cover of that is, uh, Angels by Thomas Red. I mean, you know, technically oh. it's not the, technically it's not the same <laughs> song, but, oh. like, because the, the guitar part? Yeah. Gotcha. I was so yeah. confused for a second, I was like, yeah, is was Angels saying, a cover? I just Evan, didn't realize. And, and Evan's just like, Wait, what? I was like, "Is Angels isn't a cover?" Um. <laughs> no, I probably 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 could have segued into that one a little better. But, a little bit, but it is a, a little bit, yeah. It is all good. So I, um, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, you are obviously a big Ernest fan, but you're also a good buddy of Ernest, and I feel like you have quite a not weird, but just like a how did this even come together story of your friendship with Ernest? Like, how have you wound up? Like, what got you from point A to point like at an after party of a show with Morgan Hardy and Ernest? Like, how how did you get there in the span of like eight months? Okay, well, 
I'm trying to trying to think of like how far back I want to start here, but like the like the first time I'd ever even heard of Ernest was actually when he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast with uh, with Morgan and Hardy, and that was like near the tail end of 2020, and like that's where I like oh I guess I could start listening to this guy's music like oh. And I think like either Cheers or Sugar, or Sugar was the first song of his I'd ever heard. Like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, just like oh, and I, like and then I started watching some of his some of his Just Being Ernest podcast, and Ernest is hilarious. So that, the like yeah, that second best country music podcast, only second <laughs> us, yes, obviously. Very distant second. Yeah, but I like actually, it. I listen to Just Being Ernest too. It's actually I I do I listen I listen to episodes every now and then. It's quite yeah. enjoyable. But yeah, uh, like uh, he had a show in uh, or well two shows, but I only went got to go to one in Myrtle Beach in July. That I was still living there then, and like it like it was at a tin like tin roof in Myrtle Beach. It wasn't like a like a huge venue. It's just like basically in a bar really. And like I was wearing my, my like I had like ordered Ernest merch, my and I got it maybe a week before the show happened. Like I remember this. I do. Yeah, and like I had my like the full lo- locals only shirt and the southern cap, and like he, and he like as soon as he saw me, almost like immediately like shook my hand, and then I started taking pictures for him. He could tell I was obviously into all of his music, and then he pulled me up on stage to sing Sugar with him, which was. I didn't hear about that. One of oh, yeah. one of the like highlights of my entire life. I don't know if <laughs> I, I will. A video I don't know if I'll ever be able to top that. But like, you're gonna get up there and sing "Cover Me Up." We've been like, we've been we've been like escalating levels of of friends ever since then. Like, we would like message each other on Instagram. He he actually gave me his phone number then, and like like a few months later, he just like invited me to like come see. Like him, Hardy, and Morgan in in Little Rock, which I ended up which I ended up driving like the seven hours to instead of flying, because I was cheap. I was much cheaper then. But he like and he also like paid like paid for my hotel room. It was crazy. And and honestly, like I ended up meeting like him and Hardy and Morgan at that bar in Little Rock. Kind of yeah. by accident. I remember seeing that picture. I remember you sent me that picture, and I had no context. Like I knew you had like met Ernest, but I had no con. And you just sent me that picture. So I'm like, Tom, how did you wind up there? Like, <laughs> how did you end up in that scenario? That's that may have been my exact words. If I if I had the time to like swipe all the way back up, I'd find yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, pretty sure I said like, how did you wind like, up like, there? Basically, after the show, I was just mess. I just started messaging Ernest Drummer. And he said that, oh, that they're just going to a bar afterwards. Now, like, he didn't tell me which, so, like, I just drove over to the nearest bar that was closest to the venue, parked there, went inside, and, like, people in there just said that there was an after party going on in the back room, so I just waited there. And then Ernest and his drummer and a few other people just walked in, and he immediately gave me a hug then shook my hand and invited me to come in and started introducing me to everybody. And that was also probably a moment that I'll be trying to chase for the rest of my life. Because, like, I I mean, I was so starstruck. I was, like, fumbling over my words trying to talk to Hardy and Morgan especially. But uh, it was insane. Oh, and I also gave gave Ernest a... uh, 
a bottle of whiskey that was shaped like a guitar, which he really appreciated. And uh, yeah, and basically, like like since then, we've just like met, like seen each other every so often. Like I've tried to, like I went to his uh, his Opry show at the beginning of January, and uh, and obviously I just saw him. Oh wait, I I almost forgot I went up to Philadelphia to see him on his Chris Lane tour, and he took me back and he took me full on backstage for that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> and I got to got to meet. Weeks. Yeah, that that was a few weeks ago. But yeah, I, I got to meet I got to meet both uh, Lily Rose and Chris Lane there. So and obviously I just saw him a couple days ago in the in uh, oh my god Nashville for his uh, two exit in shows and. Yeah, I like it. Also, we just like talk on and off on on Instagram. It's just awesome. Like he, like he really, like is as down to earth and chill as as he seems. Like, like he, he's definitely one of the most awesome people I've ever met. Yeah, like, he, like just like I love his music, but like I would really, I would really like him as a person, even outside of anything else. Yeah, he seems on his Instagram at least like he's a very memey guy, and he's a very yeah. like he's a very he, he, he doesn't take himself very seriously. Yeah, he's got a sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, very yeah, much no, so. Like he's he's very he's very jovial at least at least pretty much every time I've been around him. I remember the one time when he was coming up on sixty nine thousand followers, he was like giving away merch or something, and it was like <laughs> oh, I'm I not surprised. I didn't, see, I didn't even see that. I, I was just like I ain't surprised, but um, well, I was gonna say something. Oh, oh yeah, crap. Uh, I do. I guess I also got. I wanted to bookend it with like, I I like met Theo, like got to take a picture with Theo Vaughn. I saw that at at, at at the second Edwin show, and that like something that like just felt so cosmically right about that. <laughs> I, I met Ernest, or I discovered Ernest because he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. Like, I just, I love it when, when the universe lines up like that. Lines up like yeah. that. The moral mm-hmm. of this story is if there's any artists that want to pay for a hotel for me to go out and watch <laughs> them and then like, oh, we'll wind up like that's yeah, but not me though. Not me. Jaron yeah. can tag along. Just don't pay for his hotel. Make, make him pay for that. But if you want to pay for my hotel and bring me out somewhere, um, I, I'm very down to go on trips that are paid for. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And um, I mean, do you want me to want me to talk about what I think about his actual music now? Yeah, I was just gonna transition back um, <laughs> onto the actual music. We've got we've got some loose thoughts from Jaren. Basically, like if you had to give, like if you had to condense your thoughts into like you've got not the, not like we don't have a time limit, but I'm just saying like what are what is your condensed review? Like what are, what are you thinking with this overall? Uh, my my condensed review is that like, I mean obviously I love it. I don't think it's perfect. Like I th- I think uh, what it's come to is easily the quote unquote worst song. I still think it's like pretty good, but yeah, I think it, also, I just I think I think it's the most generic of of the songs. But I don't like I just love how this album sounds. I love I love how it's written. Like it feels very. Like especially like the first few songs feel very warm and the, like yeah like or like Ernest's vocal tone is always like very like very comforting I guess 
And I like he like he sounds great. The writing is great pretty much across the board. And like the production is fantastic for like nine or ten out of out of eleven tracks. You know, like I have I think I'm especially like biased towards like the, the front half, like everything from from Sucker for Small Town through Did It With You as being like like almost untouchable. I didn't I didn't like classic that much at first, but like something about the groove really and the chorus really grew on me. Yeah. And like like now it's it, I think I would call I don't think it's one of my favorites yet, but it's like risen to mid tier, which is still like for this album fantastic. But Feet Wanna Run has probably become my favorite Ernest song. Period. For a, it was probably it was probably American Rust before the album came out. Like I actually like that even more than Flower Shops, which is obviously also fantastic. And like I like Morgan being on it. But yeah, like really the like the front half, Sucker for Small Towns, Tennessee Queen is beautiful, and I like I love how how much of a love song that that is. Yeah. Uh, like I, I'm a I'm a sucker for love songs, but but yeah, and like I said before, like did it with you is just a jam, comfortable when I'm crazy, and flower shops and feet runner one are the best kind of depressing. I love my I love my sad country yeah. songs, <laughs> sad boy songs. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jaren's got a yeah, whole podcast I, I think, about think, it. Yeah, I think that's the most the most oh, condensed oh, version I can oh. I can possibly. Oh. I think that's the probably the most condensed version of. Uh, of my uh, love for this album I can give. All right, real quick before we close this section off, rating out of 10, if you had to give one on the spot, Jaron, what would you say? On the spot? Uh, I don't know. I will do... Uh, okay, I'm feeling like a like a seven and a half. Okay. Not bad, but I don't give out like, you know, I don't... Jaron, Jaron, don't just give out good brutes. Yeah. Jaren yeah. uh, needs yeah. something. Tom, yeah, Tom, Mr. where are you Mr. finding? Mr. High Standards, Jaren. <laughs> no, it's a good album. I think it's just like I don't know. It's I really like Ernest, but I have there's just other kind styles of music that I kind of lean towards more. But no, I, I understand. Does, Ernest does Sad Boy really well. I will say that Sad Boy music, like Flower Shops. He shops? does do like his like really? flower shops like, come really to when I'm crazy. Yeah. If you're a whiskey, like these are, yeah. those are all like the standouts and they're all pretty sad. But um, Tom, what would what would you what would you give this uh, one I, out of ten? Like, I think it's like definitely a nine for maybe a nine point one or nine point two for for doing decimals. But like real like really just like only uh, like only what what it's come to eh, like is what like keeps it from being even higher like like i said that song's not even not even bad but like i can't give a i can't give a perfect score to something that i that don't think perfect. is perfect yeah sure but like if i said i i absolutely love this album like i i would i would love it even if i wasn't friends with him i pre- Ernest, if you're listening to this i just want you to know that <laughs> like I, I love i like you regardless of the music and i like the music regardless of you that's all and I was, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping American Rust makes it, makes it as a, as a bonus track on the deluxe edition, if and when that comes out. If and when, do you have any hints or, or no? I don't, I don't, I honestly don't, like, I don't know for sure. Like, he, he, he has said that, like, 
Like, if one ever comes out, it would probably be there, but I don't know how sure of a thing that is. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out in time. But on record, I like, obviously, I love that song, but I, th- I think it makes sense to leave. I think it did make sense to leave it off because it wouldn't have really fit. Hearing the album now, I yeah. totally agree. Even though I love that song, um, and I was thinking it was going to be one of the lead singles from the album. Yeah. Now hearing the album, it makes sense that it's not on there. Yeah. yeah, I remember being surprised seeing the track list and yeah. seeing A Man yeah. Rest, I, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I, I mean, che- and yeah. Cheers especially would not have fit anywhere on that. No, no. I get like, like maybe, like maybe you could like if you would like rework the narrative a bit, American Rust could have fit in some in some way, but Cheers but even, was never even musically, work. yeah, Cheers yeah. is not the strongest of all time, but <laughs> cool. Well, I think. Um, that will just about round up our section regarding Ernest. Um, always a pleasure talking to you, Tom. Thank you for your time and your expertise and your crazy stories. You you are very you are very full <laughs> of stories. Crazy, bro. Tom is uh, crazy. I, I, yeah, I, I I do this stuff specifically so I have stories to tell. That that's the only reason. You're gonna have quite the catalog to tell your kids and grandkids. I give you that much. Uh, oh but, yeah. But yeah, uh, look forward to hopefully having you on again soon at some point. Thank you for joining any, us. Any, any time, like as you guys know, I've been wanting to come on here for for ages. We, we've been like, looking for I, a way to make it work, and then when when the Ernest album was coming up, we were like, "Yeah, this is the one sense. we got to get Tom on." Yeah. So this, yeah. this was this was the this was the best moment for me to come on here. Made the most sense. Made the most sense. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Have a good one, Tom. You are welcome, and I will See talk you, to you again soon. Welcome back. Uh, Tom is Tom is no longer with us. That sounds like he died, but he just signed off. Um, We're pretty sure Tom's still alive. We, we of... hope Tom has not died in the last, like, 40 seconds. Um, yeah. But we are going to move on now uh, back into our regular, like, just me and Jaron, same old, same old, talking about some not same old, same old music. Some new music, quite a bit of new music we are going to run over. We've got two albums and two singles, and then... We will move into what are we listening to and the newly named segment for the Wikipedia segment. Who the frick is this? Yeah, uh, shout out to Joe for shout out to Joe. Fantastic. We will be definitely. Well, you'll hear the soundbite later. But uh, anyways, new music that we've got on the list here on the agenda. First up is Randall King. Randall put out his second studio album, four years removed from his first, his self-titled debut back in 2018. Uh, the new album's titled Shot Glass. It came out on March 18th. Uh, my review of it is not up yet. I've been busy with schoolwork and lazy, so <laughs> those two factors <laughs> combined are the reason that my Randall King review is not up yet. Nor is the other album that a review will be up soon, so... You're actually getting some exclusive, like, pre-review thoughts here from me. Um, but yeah, Randall King, new album, Shot Glass, 10 songs. Um, I think I'll just open by saying, I think, unless you had something else to say before we moved in. Nah, bro. Go ahead. For me, this album is, like, solid and nothing more. Like, no more, no less. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I, I wouldn't disagree. I. It, I it's know. like, so Randall King, West Texas native, 
You hear it all through his sound. We've all heard the comparisons to George Strait. We all know his voice kind of sounds like it. Although, I would mention that on the opener, Baby Do, he's almost got this, like, not nasally, but this, like, crispy, like, kind of high voice at the start that almost, I'm like, whoa, like, is Parker McCollum on here? But it is Randall <laughs> King. The rest of the album, he sounds like Randall King, which sounds like George Strait. But it's a great traditional country album it's the perfect bar music like i imagine yeah i imagine that's a Randall, good way to describe it actually bar yeah, music he tours like good bar music good yeah. bar music he tours he doesn't he's not doing stadiums or arenas at least yet uh at least from what i've seen from photos and videos following him he, he tours around and his music is made for his audience he knows his audience um it's 36 minutes excuse me 11 tracks i said 10 earlier it's 11. 36 minutes of traditional Texas country music. But it's not like anything new. It's not anything like over ambitious or like he's not bringing anything revolutionary to the table. He's just kind of like he's got a good sound. He knows he's good at it. He knows his audience likes it and he's just pounding it out. Which, yeah. fair play to him because again, I think the music's solid, but it's not like. Um. Not that it's not memorable, because I think Randall, as a package, is quite... He does stand out. But it's not, like, wowing me. I'm not listening to it being like, oh, that is that is cool, or that's creative. It's like, yeah, this is some good country music. That That's kind of yeah. my, my brief thoughts. So, my ramble's done. Yeah, I... <clears throat> I, I totally agree with what you said about it being solid and like nothing less and like nothing more. It's just like, it's really solid. And it's like, I get a little frustrated when I listen to this album actually, because there's some new songs on here that we hadn't heard until the album release that I really enjoy. Like shot glass and middle of nowhere church yep. are both probably my favorites of the ones that weren't released yet. And then I get to, a minor, well, I, I, uh, it frustrates me because we've, we've heard six of these songs before the album has come out, but like, like I think Hey Cowgirl was out like two and a half years before this album came out, Is and I love Hey Cowgirl. Yeah, it's been out oh. for, like. I mean, I remember listening to it when I used to work at my church, and that was... Time ago. That was a little while ago. And that was definitely... It was almost two years ago. So, uh, maybe maybe not two and a half years, but Hey Cowgirl's been out for a while. And, 2020, I did not... And I'll Fly Dang. Away and Around Forever were both on the Leanna EP. and I January I, 2020, so hey, hey Cowgirl has been out for quite some time. Yeah, it's it's older than the Leanna EP. I did not yeah realize that. Granted, and, a lot of Leanna's on here too. Yeah, and I'll fly away and around forever. We're both on that Leanna EP, and the Leanna EP is like my favorite EP of all time. Maybe except for maybe like it's pretty good. Like, yeah, except for maybe come May. It's it's just a little frustrating. The album is really good. I just don't like that we've heard basically half the album already i have a video coming on this albums yeah really they put out too much beforehand and it kills the hype 
I was I, surprised that Randall Randall did this because I just wasn't expecting like I wasn't expecting songs from Leanna to be on this, and I wasn't expecting Hey Cowgirl to be put on this. Because yeah, you bring so a good before. point because it just feels kind of like in that way the album feels uh, like it feels constructed as like not not an afterthought but like oh we need an album oh we got songs here songs here and then we'll chuck these new ones on like it uh, yeah it does in a way in that way feel kind of like not lazy but um convenient it feels like it was very conveniently put together because it's not like there were like i mean when you look at like i'll fly away and around forever and hey cowgirl like these were not being promoted as like lead singles for an upcoming album or anything and then they all wind up on the album so it's like i i definitely see what you mean there yeah um, i wonder if this actually makes me think you got my brain juices flowing because he came out with that ep shortly after his sister died and it's named after her and i wonder if he had those songs and he was planning on putting some of them on this album already and was like you know what i want to put out an ep for my sister and maybe he put them on there but like i don't know that was more than a year ago that was like november of 2020 it's a fair point it's uh, the thing is these the, the i'm frustrated because the album's good it's just it's, it's not weird. new it's I'm an, confused. It's an, yeah, it's an interesting feeling because it's like, yeah. as good as it is, there's not a whole lot new here. Yeah. And I think that's kind of my issue when albums release so much is like, it's not, it's not an excitement of like, oh my gosh, look at all this new music. It's more of a exhale, like, hey, we finally got the last few pieces. Yeah. Like, imagine you have a 500 piece puzzle and for the last like four months you've had like 450 pieces and then like finally you get the last it's like okay finally whereas like if someone just drops off a new puzzle you're like holy heck look at this um <laughs> this is an interesting analogy you've chosen to run with <laughs> and it works and it works okay i don't want <laughs> okay okay anyway <laughs> you couldn't think of a better one but yeah um oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> i'd say my favorites from the album you and a honky tonk. I love the sound of that one. That one just yeah. listens. Big fan of that sound. And it's a vibe. I, it's fun. I like the lyrics in "Hard Way to Make It Rain." Um, just the idea of like, you know, his career path. It's a it's a good way to make a living, but a hard way to make it rain. I just think that's a really clever lyric, all about like the the traveling musician and whatnot. I appreciate yeah. that song quite a bit. And like you said, "Middle of Nowhere Church." I think that's a really pretty song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Shot Glass, strong album. Strong, yeah. consistent. It One. delivered exactly what I thought it would um, at the level I thought it would, which is a good level, I should specify. Yeah, one, one last thing that I have yeah. to say is that I'm a little... I keep saying frustrated, but it's an accurate description. I'm a little frustrated that like it seems that all my favorite songs on this album are ones that I've already heard. Not that the other ones aren't good, except I will say that I think Shot Glass and Middle Nowhere Church are the two new ones that stand out to me the most. Like, Hey Cowgirl is just a really good song that I really enjoy, and I love the sound of it. And I think it's his most popular song on Spotify. Um, 
and I'll Fly Away and Around Forever are also probably my other two favorite songs besides Hey Cowgirl. So it's just kind of like, man. I didn't even need the rest of this. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's kind of, I don't want to feel that way, but I kind of (laughs) do. Yeah, so. It's how the cookie crumbles. But I'd probably, I don't know. I'd probably give it about the same as the Ernest album, if I'm being real. It, It would probably be higher if there were, like, if it felt, new oh yeah i I can respect that i'll i had i kind of had that not to that extent although you have opened my eyes because i completely forgot hey cowgirl was that old Um, oh yeah i i might hold my my rating back just because my review of this will go up in a few days so if you're very curious go there and you can find it um wait my mind just blanked Evan just died <laughs> temporarily, bro. Just hit the pause button. You okay, Chief? No, we're, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. I was just thinking because the OBS is still recording my audio, but that's okay. Okay. Um, we are now going to transition into another. Yes, more music. Another brand more. new album. More. Uh, another. Very highly anticipated album from someone who hasn't really broke through yet mainstream wise, at least from my understanding, but has has really she's kind of there. She's like, getting kinda. there. She's yeah. getting she's on the brink. But people in the know are massive fans. And we are, of course, talking about Haley Witters. Her new album, Raised, came out the same day as Randall King's Shot Glass. I've given it about two listens now. Um review of this will also be going up um feeling a little more a little more positive about this one than the randall i'd say mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. not that the, not that we were negative about the randall one, yeah no the randall just, album is yeah. good it is good it's just like not pushing anything or like wowing yeah. us in that sense yeah. um but raised by Haley witters what, what, what do you think? I'll let you start the conversation. Uh, nine and a half out of ten. Very, very wow. good album. Okay. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, I... Oh, my gosh. Every song... Almost every single song on here is a banger. Raised? Raised is such a... Okay, Which well, is impressive for a relatively lengthy yeah. track list. Yeah. Let me... Yes, that's also a very good point. Although, let's, let's point out, I was surprised that three of the tracks are, like, instrumental interlude... Like intro, outro, interlude in the middle. I like like those little touches. I I like them. And I like it. I I was just surprised, you know? I was kind of like... I I love when albums throw in those little like side things that help it move along. Yeah. So there's the Ad Astra per Alas Porsche. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Is like the intro to the album. It's like the... and But then there's actually... I think I counted wrong. I think I said three, but I think there's... Yeah, there's an interlude at track eight, and then there's the Grassman, which is also this kind of like 20 second. Kind of transitions into the grasses. Yeah. Legal, or our grasses. Uh-huh. Legal, sorry. And then there's Ad Astra per Alas Porsi, the reprise, which is just 20 seconds at the end, which I think is really cool. It's a really cool touch, really unique. I wasn't expecting it, but it works and it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And look, let me just go down the track list. Ray's banger. Everything she ain't. Banger. 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 Family. Banger. Middle of America. It's kind of a banger. I think some other people are bigger on it than I am, but it's still pretty good. I think, the inc- Jane, I think good. when you're talking about like middle of America, 
Because I get what you mean. Like, I like this song, but I think the big draw is the fact that American Aquarium's on there. I think a lot of people yeah. just like that collaboration. So they're like, yeah, I can root for this. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm just not into that American Aquarium thing yet. But anyway. <laughs> Grady's going to be playing. coming at your head. At yeah, your throat, not, oh, no, 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 no. I did not say they were bad. I just haven't. Like, I've given them a listen a couple times, and it's just like they haven't hooked me yet. I need that. I don't know what it is. I want to like it really badly. I don't know, man. Plain Jane, good. College Town, I think, is pretty good. I, I Boys like Back Town. Home is a banger. Pretty Boy, so good. The pretty Boy, very Pretty good. Boy's top tier. Neon's growing on me a lot. Yeah. I will say that. Originally, when we talked about it, when it came out, I was kind of on the fence. That one has grown on me substantially. It's just, this is for how long this thing is. So it's like, there's, it's okay, so 17, four of the tracks are basically like instrumental. Th- so if we're just talking about those 14 tracks, like 13 of them are like, yeah i can do math it's 13 (laughs) 13 there's 13 tracks like nine or ten of them are like like really 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 good and then the other three are just good really good like yeah yeah, like they're like i really like this album i really do it's just and it sounds really good it's got i was just gonna say the sound it's got so much character i do want to say Technically, Raised isn't the opener just because there's that instrumental intro. But, like, for an opener, I know we were literally, me and Evan just recorded a video that has to do with Chris Stapleton's debut. That will go up after this is out. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about good openers that are also title tracks. And I think Raised gives travel. Is Raised an opener? Are we gonna call raised an opener? Because I think it kind of, I think it kind of. Ad Astra Peralis Porcier, however you say it, is there. But look, look, I'm gonna be real with you. Most of the time, I like those intros and stuff. But when I click on this album, I'm not going to click on that. I'm gonna click on raised. I know what you mean. I, I, yeah, I. So to me, raised is kind of the opener. Raised is the opener. I know it isn't, but it kind of is. And I, I agree with you. I actually like when albums have that little like get yourself seated before it comes in full motion ones that come to mind like that frank ocean's nostalgia ultra from 2011 street fighter is the little like flipping through like vcrs in a car before he lands on the album that i really like also a similar intro is included in the album i will be bringing later in uh yeah you're gonna hear about in a bit um okay interesting i do yeah but Um, this album is just it is very strong. I feel like Jaren's. I feel like you're a little more positive than me, but I don't say I that as I did like say, a, I know I did say 9.5. I'm going to lower that to 9. I was being a little aggressive with that, but still very good. Still very strong. Very, very strong yeah. album. Um, and I think we can dial it back now, moving on to some singles, unless you had some other things you wanted to add. I just realized my laptop wasn't plugged in. <laughs> We're going to lose it. And I just hit my face with the cord. <laughs> but you can go ahead and transition us. While All I right. Play. So while Jaren gets his laptop set up, oh, look at those legs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm sitting, I'm sitting cross-legged on my chair. For listeners, Jaren just tipped his computer over to plug it in, but obviously that revealed his beautiful legs. Mm, um, yeah, those hairy legs. We are now. We have two singles here that uh, we we each have one song that's new that we want to bring up for very different reasons. 
Yeah, because um, one, yeah, one is really good and one's one is really, really not. not good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with the good one. We'll start with the good uh, one, and that is uh, the newest track from Nate Smith and Tennille Towns. Uh, I will let you take the reins on this, obviously, because you are the one that wants to bring it. I um, really. I should probably say the name of the song too. I don't want to go to heaven. Oh, yeah. I, I don't yeah, want to yeah. go to heaven by Nate Smith and uh, Tennille Towns. So what I didn't. There are, I had a couple things before I get into what I actually think of the song itself. I Tennille just kind of announced this like a week before it came out. I think she was like, hey, doing a song with Nate Smith. And I was like, cool, who's that guy? <laughs> and so I had to go to his Spotify. I was like, oh, okay. And then I realized when this song came out that it was actually just, he's already done this song before, but this version... I actually haven't listened to the listen to the original, so I don't know if it's arranged differently. But Jaren's too busy that it is. simping for. Uh, yeah, for I'm, that, yeah, that's he's that, only that's, there for Tennille Dan. That's partially true, but I will say <laughs> I like his voice. Uh, his he's, voice, and I like, I like his voice paired with Tennille's. Yeah, because they contrast they so harmony. well. But they like, and when they harmonize, yeah, it's, it's really good. I don't know, and I I don't know what the instrumental is like. And the arrangements like on the first original version of this song, but I really like it in this this version. It's almost got like it's almost got like a slight Christian contempt. I see vibe. what I actually, which actually I fits can, really well given the song is yeah, about like it's, spiritual yeah, ideas. I actually, but I, I do that feel lot. that with the super like measured percussion, the mm-hmm. the kind of dull. Um, acoustics and whatnot, dull, yeah. dull in a good way, as in like, as in the sound itself is a little no, more let's, muted. Let's let's rag on contemporary Christian music for a little. No, bit. it's just on the whole, <laughs> the instruments are a little more dialed back, a little yeah. more pushed down in the mix to make yeah, room no, for the focus on the vocals and lyrics, and that that's what actually, this song features. I really like that you brought that up because I did not think of that, but you're like you're right on the money with that. Like it sounds kind of, and then when they go. Oh, like they like start doing that's a thing that like they'll just that's a thing that's a very christian contemporary nothing thing screams christian music like a good old vocal fill yeah 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 i just i think this is actually a pretty well-written song i think the thing that makes it though is just nate and the presence Neil together yeah. on it yeah yeah but really it's a it's a good space. song i uh i threw it in the what are we listening to playlist just because i really liked it so uh, I've been listening to it, so I should send you a few for that to play. Yeah, you you should. Um, but what's your song? Well, let's. Uh, so I what's, I'm what's going single? the other way here. Jaron just brought a song he really <laughs> likes. I'm bringing a song I don't really like. Uh, it, it's not been out for very long. I've listened to it once, and that's as many times as I will listen to it in my lifetime. Um, until New Music Friday comes around, I have to download the file. <laughs> but <laughs> Rolex. On a Redneck by Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean came out today. And from the announcement, I didn't actually, I don't know if they didn't announce the name of the song or if I missed something, but I didn't know the name of the song until it came out today. I just saw Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean releasing a song today. And I was like, this has got, mm, this has got a lot of things written all oh, over Oh, this it. is going to be a banger. Yeah, like, that's what you said. My, I'm just going to go get a massive tattoo on my shoulder. I'm going to be so buff. My jeans are going to be so tight. I'm going to have so many chains, bro. My truck 
My dad's truck is going to inflate itself. I was like, stop, this. Stop is- violating Brantley, bro. You're just. <laughs> you're just- <laughs> I was like, this is what I need. I need a song with Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean, which is a complete lie. I knew I was realistically. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, I was pretty confident going into this song. I was not going to be a big fan of it. And I left saying, wow, you guys really proved me right. <laughs> this song. I don't oh know what it's trying gosh. to do. It's like, it makes no sense. Unless I'm stupid, it doesn't make any sense. And please have a blanket of mercy on me because I've only listened to it once because I don't, I don't want to listen to it again. But first I'm of all, it's, it right it's incredibly poppy right off the bat and incredibly trappy. Like, it's, it's hardly even a country. Uh, it's not a country song. It's hardly yeah. even a rock song. It's kind of just like a weird pop trap song. Um, and then Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean come in. And, you know, they just start dropping bars. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull some of them up. Um, I don't. I don't. I, viewers, I'm listening to this right now. And uh, this is a first time listen for me. And I'm not enjoying it. No. I'm not enjoying it at it's all. It's like, it's so bad. It feels like a parody of, like, a bad song. Like, yeah. th- that's how I feel with these like over like intrusive like this is my lifestyle this 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 is my this song is the reason why i don't always tell people that i listen to country music when i tell them that That is a fantastic point because people are gonna think i listen to this and it's like no trust me but it's like whereas um yeah, I mean, can't take it with you when you go. So I'm all about the 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 sun up to sundown. Just trying to be the warm buffet of this town. Yeah, this work can't put a house out in Malibu, but I'll tell you what it can do. It can put a Rolex on a redneck. And then the <laughs> the chorus closes. Well, here it's got camo on your brand new Benelli. Yeah, it can put some pearl on your snap, some gator on your boots. Um. Girl on your lap, cause your paper's to the roof. This turn in dirt life might not pull a milli on a paycheck, but it can put a rolly on a redneck. So if it's not making a lot of money, Bars. why can you buy a Rolex? Bars. That's my question, right? If this whole song is about how your lifestyle doesn't pay very well, but it's supposedly rewarding, then why are you talking about how your money's to the roof and you can buy a Rolex? Does that not contradict itself? Is there a whole other meaning of Rolex I'm missing? I don't know. I don't. It's so bad. It's like, what were you trying? And it's got all the electronic like filters on the voices that like, I'm not against in other genres of music, right? Not in my country music and not on Jason Aldean singing these lyrics or Brantley Gilbert. And also I have to say this, right? (laughs) So Jaded texted me today about the song. Uh, Let me pull up the message. Because there is a line in the chorus. <laughs> he, he just texts me, quote, I, oh it, can put a f- <laughs> it can put a few <laughs> inches on your big black dot 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 Chevy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a line in the song, though. It says, uh... it can put some inches on your big block, your- oh no, big block Chevy. So JD got it messed up. <laughs> oh, Get your shit. mind out of the gutter, John B. Oh my god. But gosh. um, 
The song reeks. I I don't know what it was going for. I had I don't, the, Do they yeah. do they release this and think are they just sitting there like yeah. That that that's tough music right there. That's People not sitting having that standing for viewers just or listeners if you're not watching. He said, "Are they sitting here like and then Evan proceeded to stand up and flex." <laughs> Don't say, I thought you were making fun of the fact I said sitting and then stood up. And if you were, frick you. But, um. I was. It's, it's weird. It's like, no one <laughs> listens to this and is like, my gosh, bro. Jason Aldean and Brantley Gilbert are some buff, tough individuals that I envy so greatly. I sit here listening to this think, thinking like, gosh darn it. I hope when I'm in my 40s, I have, I ain't doing this. <laughs> but. Gosh. Um. Oh man, I had to bring that up again. I've only listened to it once, but like I it's heard that, just... I, I I I didn't want to listen to it. I listened to it today, and I was like, wow, wow. This is worse than was it last episode when I wanted to talk about the Cole Swindell song? With oh, it's way worse. This is way it's worse. It's significantly worse. That one was <laughs> just disap- That one was just like <laughs> void of anything. But this is this this, has this isn't void. This has yeah. stuff. It just sucks. <laughs> Early. It's void. It has lots of things that suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's an early bid for uh for that worst inevitable worst list at the oh, end of the gosh. year. Oh gosh, it's not. It's looking, not good. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway. Anyways, let's, with that, let's let's move on. Two. Can I can I talk about something that's good? Oh yeah, go ahead. Some good music. Yeah. Well, are we gonna? We're doing what are we listening to? I'm yeah yeah so yeah 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 yeah. Jaren, jingle what alert. Are you listening to until we get a jingle. This is the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> we're now in this segment there's a jingle yeah um if you're musical have... and you want to make a jingle send it to us and we'll consider it oh that's a we that's a we would love jingle. that or if you know someone who wants to make a quick like five second jingle i don't know what we're going for i don't know what i'm expecting i don't know just send make it to us make something make something and send short it to sweet us. to the point and we might use it yeah um okay i'm bringing two things uh, mostly because the EP that I'm bringing is only four songs. It's really good, but the other thing that I wanted to bring is also really good. So f- let me, first, let me do the single. Um, Nathan from the Discord about maybe two weeks ago was like, Hey, Jaren, bro, listen to this song called Gone by Jessica Willis Fisher. And I was like, okay, Nathan, I'm trusting you. Shout so out to Nathan. Press, yeah, shout out to Nathan. And so I press play on it. And, bro, this song, kind of fire. Like, like, like really fire. It might not be everyone's thing, and I totally get that. Because it kind of has a Celtic vibe sometimes. Because when there's fiddle, it's fiddle. Like, it's... Yeah, I know exactly. That is... Like, that's what Eastern Canadian music is. It is yeah, so. Cause it, there's a group that tours hard. around here, uh, a Celtic band that comes around every now and then and plays in a place near me that a lot of people really like going to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. So, so the the two things that struck me when I first heard the song was immediately when she started singing, I was like, "This sounds like Alison Krauss, like Rian." Well, I was about to say reincarnate, but Alison Krauss isn't dead. <laughs> Alison Krauss, but she's like 27. I think that's how old Jessica Willis Fisher is, about that age. But then when the, then she comes into the, the chorus, right? 
And then right when the chorus ends, all the instruments come in and like hit and like the fiddle's just going ham. And I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. This is so good. And it's, it might not be for everyone, but damn if the instrumentals aren't like just impeccable. On Bro, song. Celtic like, music brings it. Like when they go on an yeah. instrumental break, they go. Yeah. Like... It's still very much country though. Cause it's, it's, it has to have that Celtic touch, but it's, it's bluegrassy and celtic but it's like well they go hand it's in still hand. yeah it's yeah and it's it's still in that country umbrella it's hard for me to describe it really it's also folky a little bit but it's the i love the chorus it's hooky and then right after every time every time right after the chorus hits the fiddle come in and essentially like it's like it like it's kind of like an echo like it like after she's done singing, then it's like a response. If that yep, means, if that like makes a call sense. and response it's, kind of thing. Yeah, and it's so good. It's so good. And then let me so check it out, please. Her name's Jessica Willis Fisher. She also has two other songs that are also really good. Gone is just my favorite one. She has an album coming out. Um, I think actually in April or May. So I might talk about that when that happens. Um, hopefully it's good because also I will say I really like her. Uh, her, her two newest singles have some really nice uh, al- uh, art. They're just pictures, though. Uh, but they're sunsets. Or maybe they're sunrises. I don't know. They're good. They're, they're nice sun-crossing horizons. Yeah. Um, check her out. My other thing, because I don't want to spend too much time. I need to make sure I cover both of these things. Uh, Gracie York. A lot of you guys probably haven't heard of her. Evan... Had you heard of her before I talked about her on my podcast? Uh, not podcast, so, blog. I have heard a lot of people talking about Gracie York over the last, like, two weeks. I feel like I've heard the name popping up here and, and there. It is probably I still have not, because of this EP. Pro- probably. I still have not yeah. gotten to it. I'm sorry. But um, it's, it's okay. he, has, he is a name that has been flying across my radar quite a bit lately. And I will inevitably have to check him out soon. Yeah. So, Gracie... I have, cool I have before the CP. Yeah, it's, well, Gracie, but it's spelled with, she's got an extra Y in there. So it's like gray, like the color, and then C-I-E. Ah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, She had a song, she has a song called Texas Rain, which I had heard before I heard the CP. It's a good song. Check that one out. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. She released a new EP uh, just this past Friday. So it's like, it's a week old. Um, and, bro. The four songs on this EP. Ugh, is it up there with Rihanna or no? It's, yeah, it is. Like, it's, honestly, it's probably better. Like, just from the songwriting alone. Like, there might be, it might be harder to, ju- you might have to be more in the mood for this one, if that makes sense. Because yep. Leanna has some more upbeat moments where this is an acoustic, very raw um like uh vulnerable is a good word uh just the the writing the words and it's just so good like the opener sad bird is amazing and i can tell looking from the streams seems most people agree with me my favorite one is called honey tell me that's the one i that's the song that i did my first blog post about and yeah it's just oh speaking of which because i haven't announced this on the podcast yet in case you don't know Jaren oh, has yeah. <laughs> started his own blog. Yeah, check that out. It's called Songs and Sunsets. If you go to songsandsunsets.com, you can find it. Um, 
tomorrow there, I'll, Saturday, I'll drop a link down in the description of this video as well yeah tomorrow's saturday which and hopefully this episode will be coming out then should i'm um, just gonna hop off and edit it now but yeah um i might be post doing uploading my second post onto the onto the website tomorrow so or maybe even tonight so it might already be up uh by the by the time this is uploaded so check it out if you're interested in keeping up with it by all means uh if, i think you yeah just log in like uh make an account and you can give me the email and then i you'll get a notification anytime i upload a new a new post but anyway thanks for reminding me to talk about that because we didn't even mention it um yeah this is just it's really good like i was surprised uh, i should sorry i should mention before i forget joe we've already shot i think we've already shouted out joe once for helping us name <laughs> the segment that's coming up next but Joe is the one was like, hey, Jaren, you should probably listen to Gracie York. And I was like, okay, Joe, I'll do it. And so then I did it. And When Joe says you do. Yeah, I, I don't really know what I was expecting. But all I know is I was caught off guard because I remember, bro, I was just blown away. It's hard for me to talk about it without just saying the same thing over and over again because i can't really put my thoughts into words but this is a really good ep like really good and it's it's very acoustic but it's like it feels more refined than like zach bryan's earlier stuff though like it feels sophisticated not that zach bryan's earlier stuff wasn't good but zach they, bryan also put out a new single but yeah i only listened well, we'll, to it once we'll i and i don't really have a whole yeah lot of, whatever we're not gonna talk yeah. about it <laughs> we listened to it <laughs> anyway this is a good ep it. check it out it's called sad bird gracie york uh evan so next. i've got a cool little one i was debating bringing this um last episode but i brought moon dance by van morrison because i was like it's just more relevant it just came in but so this was the one i was thinking of bringing and i do want to bring it at some point so here it is it is married in a honky tonk by jenna tolman um, I feel really bad because I forget who, but someone on Instagram, if you're listening, you know who you are, messaged me and said, yo, this album's really good. You should check it out. Um, and I was like, yeah, why not? Let me check it out. And so this is the one I was saying how like, it's got that opener, like good morning, Jennyville. Um, it's a little just okay. like 20 second, like flipping through some, some music, whatever. Um, and then, it, and I, I love that. It kind of gets me settled and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this. Yeah. And then, um, the whole album, it's very, very neo-traditional, which is probably why I'm a sucker for it. If you look at the album cover, you can get the aesthetic for the album. Like you will get the vibe strictly off the album cover. Um, it's very nineties, very homegrown, almost like, oh uh, no, nah, it's a bad comparison. Never mind. But um, save it right now. I like I do cover a lot. Yeah, and so I'm pretty sure you can just by seeing it kind of get an idea. But um, I love the writing on this album. Even it, it can be it can be serious, sad, dumb, funny. Um, one song I really like, "Borrowing Sugar." That is a yeah. I it's such a creative idea about like you won't be borrowing sugar from this house anymore. Um, and I think that that's such a cool, like, piece of small town imagery. Like, where is Jason Aldean's out here? Um, where is Jason Aldean's out here saying, like, 
I'm from a small town. <laughs> I drive my truck. Jenny Tolman's out here saying, like, where's the closer to the chorus? She's like, uh, a, a cup of this and a pinch of that, you'll be coming back for more. Go take Ooh. your trashy go take your trashy recipe down to the grocery store. Don't come borrowing Ooh. sugar from my house no Bars. more. And it's Bars. like Yeah. Bars. It's like that that is a cool song. There's also Bars. um I know some cowboys is a really cool song. Really interesting perspective on that one. But but the one I have to mention here is uh Home to Roost. It's like this really not weird, but <laughs> she's almost like using chicken sounds to make this like breakup song. Yeah. But it works. Let me just read you the lyrics again, right? <laughs> um, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> it's it's so absurd, but at the same time, I like it. I'm listening. To, like it is very out there and very odd and very goofy. So like. And that, that's one thing with this album. There is a lot of changes of emotional pace. It is like a bit of an up and down roller coaster. So it's not like you can put this on in a certain vibe and just like sit on that because it it is it, it's a wild ride. But the the chorus of uh, Home to Roost, you should have cockadoodle didn't, but you cockadoodle did. It's, oh my gosh! <laughs> it's out about who you're cockadoodling <laughs> with. Hey there, what that's... you co- what you gonna cockadoodle do? Now that your oh chickens are all coming home to roost, you've been out free, ranging every night of the week, spreading. Look, you strutting around like the cock of the walk. It the, has got the whole hen house all up in a squawk, and it's like, Bruh. it's really cool. That's the album. That's funny. The album is like I said, it's funny. It's all over the place, uh, but musically very traditionally focused. A lot of sass, which is always a cool energy that I think. Um, when girls bring some sass to their music, I think it's uh, it's always pretty yeah. fun to listen to. So that that is the album I brought. I'm so sorry I'm forgetting who sent it to me. I should have looked that up before we started recording. But if you're listening to this, you know who you are. And thank you for that suggestion because, yes, it is a fantastic record. Um, and with that, we can transition into the final segment uh, of I'm today's ready. episode. Connor. Who the f*** is that guy? Who the frick is that? Yeah. Who the frick is right. this? Sorry. All right. I'm uh, excited. I'm excited. The new Wikipedia cause... segment that we introduced last episode. We're bringing it yeah. back. A little more preparation this time because last time was yeah. just kind of feeling out process. And we are back. We are going. Jaren, if, in case you don't know how this uh, segment works, Jaren is going. He's got some artists and he's going to tell me some facts from their Wikipedia page. And based upon those, I have to try and guess who it yep. is. All right. Yeah. So I'll let real you quick, take the reins. Yeah, I've got some revisions a little yep. bit, just clarifications. So I'm gonna give Evan. Evan has three hints that I'm going to give to him, and there. So I'm gonna give him a hint, and if he doesn't guess it right, guess, guess it right, <laughs> guess it right, then I will give him the second one. Same same thing. I'll give him the third one if he doesn't get that last one. Um, and we'll do that for all three artists. Uh, I decided to try, kind of try to make an attempt to the first artist is going to be relatively easy. Uh, second artist might be a little bit harder. And then I would say the third artist that he has to guess might be a little, little difficult. You know, but might be surprised there, if he gets it. So it just, if you had to guess, like 
do you know for a fact I know all three? Do you, are you pretty sure? I think I know you have heard of all three. I would be surprised okay. if you haven't at least heard of them. Okay, at a minimum. Okay. Yeah, I and I've also made a point to not just choose completely random. That's where my job gets hard here because I'm trying to <laughs> make it so that you can kind of make like you at least have a shot at making it. You I know? have a chance. I'm still not. Yeah. I'm still not happy about the core blonde guess. I can't lie. Oh, I'm I was kind of surprised you didn't get that. Yeah. I it, it, look. There was a number translate. It was lost yeah. in translation, and so I invalidated my yeah. own guess, and then it ended up being right. Anyways, yeah. I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah. So, and I should say that some artists are a little bit harder to find good clues for, especially if they've had like a shorter career, they haven't been around yeah. as long, or if they're just yeah. It, and sometimes, sometimes artists are just known so well that certain clues are just a dead giveaway. Give, you know. Yeah. So I have to. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Artist one. So the first clue is this artist has their own line of guitars and accessories. So maybe think like guitarist. Who's a... Maybe I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) I shouldn't have said that. What are we thinking, Evan? Guitar line. Who has a guitar line? Yeah, like I know people that have accessories. accessories. Is this like okay? And does that mean like they've paired with a brand to make like a custom guitar, or they literally have their own guitar brand? I I'm pretty sure it's like own guitar. I don't. That it might be a part. It might it might be a partnership. I'm not really sure. I could I could maybe try to clarify that real quick. I guess uh, I didn't think about that. Right? No, no, that's fine. Right off the top of my head. I mean, that... Okay. I feel like if I knew that clue would be a dead giveaway, but it's not ringing a bell. However, I do know... You, especially still, for the first, you do still have two hints, so you could still guess. Like, don't... Especially for the first yeah. person, since it's bigger. Um, I know <clears throat> Luke Combs is big into... He's got, like, his Crocs. He's got different care packages. And I, I don't know why, but I feel like I've seen his logo on guitars before, which is... But I don't know if that's like his own guitar brand. Sure. I feel like it just. You know what? I, I have two more hints. I'm Luke Combs, probably the biggest uh, name I could possibly give you. You're. I'm glad you're thinking big, but it's not Luke Combs. Okay. So. Okay. We'll go to second second hint. Yep. Th- this artist is married to the ex-wife of Tom Cruise. I don't know that. <laughs> I feel like a That's lot of useless. people would. I feel you like could a lot tell of people, me his freaking, the thing is, the, the thing width is, of a lot his of pinky pe- toe would mean more to me. <laughs> okay, look, hear me. I knew, I knew you'd get upset at that hint, but the thing is, I people I listening are gonna be like, yeah, I guarantee you, other people do know because Tom Cruise movie star. You're not super into movies, but a lot of other people are, so they would probably know. I mean, I. No, someone's but. someone's hating me in the co- in the comments right now. Yeah. So <laughs> if that doesn't help you at all, I guess just go off of at least and you know like, now. I'm not, Let I'm me say Google this like Tom Cruise's ex. <laughs> That'd be cheap, but yeah. Um yeah. just give me another guess. I'm thinking I'm thinking awesome. guitarist and like that's got me thinking in the lane of Brad Paisley, but I know he doesn't have like a big I I would know his wife if he married like a superstar, but his wife's pretty like just average person. He's not like 
some celebrity marriage there. So that's why I'm I'm it's not Brad Paisley. So I'm thinking other really good guitarists that stick out that I'm also thinking maybe because I also feel like I mean guitars, yeah, but I feel like accessory wise, Brad would not really be a guy to be going to accessories. Sure. So I'm thinking of other guitarists has got me going in the lane of like Keith Urban comes to mind. Okay. So and I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like he seems like someone that would have a celebrity wife. And I feel like I should know that if he does or doesn't, but I don't. So I'm going to say Keith Urban. You are correct. He is he married guitar to guitar line. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Look, I'm remember, I'm using Wikipedia. That's true. <laughs> so, it's all based on what Wikipedia says. So if someone's yeah, like yeah, messed it yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? It'd be but really funny if someone heard this, went to a country artist page, made all the facts wrong, and then just completely screwed over the episode. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that's true. That would be um, funny. Um, what, who so is he's Keith married Irvin to Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Uh, I don't big, don't know. big movie star, but I, I wouldn't expect you to know. I, the thing is, that's like a dead giveaway clue if you're anyone else besides Evan. So it's if like, you're, if you know movie got, culture, you would know that. Yeah. So, so, and then my third, my third clue was that he was born, that the artist was born in New Zealand. And I thought if you, if you, if you did, oh, I would have got it there. I would have got it there. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, most people think like he is Australian, but he he was born in New Zealand and then lived in Australia is what happened there. So I've just Googled it. But yeah, you probably would have got Urban has yeah. a line of guitars. Yeah, I guess. So All right, good guitars. Job, cool. One you for one. It. You you basically got it based off of the first clue because the second clue is useless to you. Yeah, I just um, I it was I was just thinking guitarist. <laughs> so this is gonna this is this is gonna be maybe a little bit harder. We'll see. Uh I, I, I have dropped in some clues that if you really kinda think about them i think you might be able to get it um so this artist is about eight years older than i am me jaron this person is eight years older than me so do you know how old i am should i tell you how old i am no 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 because i know like is that cheating that's probably cheating. 27 28 we're looking there right yeah maybe i don't know how am i 18 am i 22 you're not 18 bro you're you're older (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're you're 19 or 20 or turning 20, something like that. Or turning 21. I am this is your first 21. year, right? I'm turning 21. Yeah. All right, so 29. Yeah. All right. Um, around around guess that it's based, So that's actually kind of young. I feel like country artists, they, they take a little longer to kind of heat up. Uh, whereas, sure. like, in other genres, p- these super young people kind of explode. So, 29, I mean, you're not super young, but you are kind of young. Um, I do not really know the ages of people that well. Sure, so sure. I feel like... I wasn't I'll expecting just... you to get... I, I I thought this would give you a good idea of who to think about, just with the age. Yeah, you know? it, helps, it helps demographically. Um, oh, it's actually tough. Because I'm simply going off of, like, how old do they look? I'm Riley Green. I think he's older than that. I'm pretty sure Um, he's older than that. I actually don't know how old he is, but it's not Riley Green. How old is Riley Green? I'm I'm curious. Riley Green age. 33. Okay, yeah, I figured he'd be a little older. Yeah. So it's not Riley Green. All right, hit me me with my second hint. All right. Clue number two. For our second mystery artist, 
This artist name drops Knoxville, Tennessee in one of their most popular songs. If not their most popular. Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm choking. You know, like, Song no. Association. I forget what, com- what like, uh, brand does that, but there's a series called Song Association where they have artists on, and they'll say a word, and they have 15 seconds to start singing a song that includes that word. Um, yeah. But it has to be, like, a real song. And, I've like, I, I've tried, like, I've thought about it before, and it's like, I would be so bad at that. But they yeah. name drop Knoxville. Yeah. They, I, I'm of, pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure they even say Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, that should be a dead giveaway, but it's not ringing a bell. Um, I'm just kind of trying to think of people from that area now. Um, I, I, I so badly want to give you a hint, but... Um, we'll see how, how this is going, and I might give you a fourth one. Uh, I'm just going to say a name because... Okay. I... Think younger. Just think younger. I know. That's the hard part. Um, and you said I do know this person. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you told me that you didn't know who this was, I would call you a liar. Because I know for a fact that you know who this person is. <laughs> trying so I'm hard honestly to not just say gender looking, or anything like that. I'm honestly just looking at my music at names right now. Like, who looks young? But <laughs> bro, get, bro, you gotta guess. <laughs> yeah, I do. Forever. The listeners the listeners are bored. Frickin' I know they're from Alabama, but Muscadine Bloodline. They're kinda young, I think. Nah. Not them. That was never gonna be it. Alright. <clears throat> I'll give you they're a Alabama third clue. The, this artist is married. I'll even say, the, this artist was recently married to a fellow country artist who happens to be from Australia. Oh, that should be a dead giveaway. Married and when I say recently, fellow... I think within the past year or two, I should specify. A fellow probably. country artist from Australia. I don't know my Australian. I feel like my gears should be turning, but I'm just a deer in the headlights at the moment. Um, Crap, I had an idea for another hint for you, and I forgot it. <laughs> maybe run... Oh, I was going to say, you could run... I could really use a lifeline at the moment. Um, um, mar- recently married australian wife maybe i should that is, we should we, i could maybe come up with some lifelines i'll have to brainstorm maybe for a, a, future, for a future episode, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um i can give you how about you give me a guess and if you don't get it i can maybe give you one more hint but then you gotta like do a quick guess because we've taken too long probably <laughs> yeah um good freaking grief Dylan Scott, he put out a song about his wife. That's not Dylan Scott. <laughs> is that your guess? Yes, bro. I no, it is not Dylan Scott. I will tell you I the should... gender. I'm going to tell you the gender of this person. And if you don't get it, then I'll just be slightly disappointed. Oh. Okay. This person is female. So I didn't think, I was thinking wives. 
male country artists from Australia. I don't Holy focus too heck. much on that. I don't focus think too it... much on the Australia. Focus on I, like I, young. I kind of put that clue in just in case you knew it, like because I think I was vaguely aware of that, but you might have have no idea. Um, but maybe focus on remember Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, around twenty eight years old. See, these are the They're I'm female. so bad at these games because like <laughs> I hear the name and I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's yeah, just... I feel like you're gonna say I feel like you're gonna do that. I and I hold gave on a you... second. Wait, 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 wait. Don't ask why. But like, is okay. I'm actively Ryan... listening to this song. What? Is Ryan Heard Australian? Don't 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 guess Marin Morris. Don't guess okay. Marin Morris. I didn't know. I didn't I don't know where he's from. I just seen some of his pictures. I'm okay, like, you know what? Look, he looks like he could be I've never heard him talk. Just to fact I, check myself, I listened to the song and it does say Knoxville, Tennessee. This is this word is for word. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, Kelsey Ballerini. Who the heck is Kelsey Ballerini married to? Uh he she's married to uh uh, I know his name. Why am I spacing it all of a sudden? I hate myself. Uh, uh, why am I spacing? She's even, they even do a song together. Oh my goodness, Jaren. Uh, it's not Mitchell Tenpenny, is it? Is he Australian? Uh, I don't think it's Mitchell Tenpenny. I feel like it's not Mitchell. Why can I not think of his name? I'm sorry. Just look I up even... Kelsey Ballerini's husband. Yeah, what? Yeah. Morgan Evans. Morgan Evans. Oh! We looked at it at the same time. Yeah. I knew it started with an M. That's why I was thinking Mitchell Tenpenny. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, so, which is the, so what's the song in Knoxville, Tennessee, then? It's um Half of My Hometown. Half of My Hometown. At the very, near the ah! very end, the uh, chorus switches up. And her and Kenny both at the same time go, half part of me will always be from Knoxville, so Tennessee. Ten. And there's like a lot of, a lot of emphasis on it. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah, the Australian didn't help me very much, but I feel like... I'm sorry. See, this is the one. No, no, that's all right. Because it's, it's an interesting clue. But it's like, it's so infuriating in my spot. Because it's like, yeah, Knoxville, I, yeah. Tennessee, I'm just blanking. I'm like, what song say Knoxville, Tennessee? Oh man! All right. Yeah, I kind of gave you some specific clues there, kind of. No, those are those are good. You. Those are good. Okay, I gotta, okay, I gotta okay. bring, I gotta, I gotta study myself more. Not myself. I gotta study more. <laughs> study I gotta come prepared. Myself. All right, this one is gonna be hard. I'm just gonna tell you. At least, I, right. yeah. And I like like the last one. I'm willing to. As the artists get get harder, I will give you an extra hint if you're not having a great time. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. This artist's 1989 debut album spawned four straight number one singles on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. That should be it. Debuted in 1989. Their first four album, number one. Four straight number one singles on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. Charts. So who's from back? So think, oh man, they gotta be probably like, if it was 1989, they gotta be pretty old now. So. Yeah, I mean, is 
Reba's older than that, right? I feel like she'd be a bigger name. Like, the fact that you say this is going to be hard makes me think it is not Reba. Um, can I Google how old Reba McIntyre is? I feel like yeah. she's way... I feel Go like... ahead. I feel like that's a dumb question because I feel like she started way before that. I should say that if I say that if I'm letting you 66. Google something, it's probably because you're wrong. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, sorry, wait, did you say did you say gender or no? I did not. At least I so why I did. why did my mind immediately go female? Uh, I don't know, bro. Oh, I said man. this artist. I never said no. I did not say gender unless I yeah, accidentally said it. Maybe, I don't know why my mind immediately went, like, but Reba's way older. And like you said, with the Googling, you wouldn't allow that if I was right. Holy heck, I don't know my old music good enough. Um, who was around back then? Brooks and Dunn debuted in later. Um, George Strait's way before that. And Should I just he, give you the second clue? Give me I, the I second like, clue. I'm not I, going yeah, anywhere yeah. on this first yeah. clue. Yeah, yeah. This artist is one of the ten artists that sang on the Grammy Award-winning track, Same Old Train. Are you familiar with that track? I think Johnny Cash was on it. Randy Travis. I'm going to be very uh, transparent. I'm not familiar you with You don't. All right. When was, yeah, when was that from? The, when was that from? I don't know. I'll look it up. Oh. Same Old Train. This is the, ah, oh man, I don't know my old stuff well enough. I'm too young. 1998, I'm too young. looks like, is, that was, I'll tell you, I will tell you, hmm, I'll tell you, I'll, just to give you an idea of kind of what generation we're thinking of, I'll tell you some of the other people that were on this track. Okay. Because there, there were 10 people. So we yeah. had Joe Diffie, Merle Haggard, Randy Travis, Ricky Scavs. I said Scavs, Skaggs. And Patty Loveless Ricky are some of the people that were on this track with this person, and you know, and Allison Krauss. All those people were on this track. It was and it was pretty big at the time. It was a big thing. Ten people. Debut as well. And you, how confident are you? I know this person. I'm confident that you've heard of them. I don't know how familiar you are with them. I would be surprised if you've not heard of this person and if you haven't then that's on me <laughs> then we've wasted why, a lot of time why am i so stuck in like female okay i'm I gonna know. tell you right now it's a male get off the female it's thing. a male i don't know <laughs> yeah. where that came from i my i was thinking fe- um okay i feel like this i'm gonna also Clint, just no, 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 the, no 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 oh okay yeah give me give me the third give no, me no, the no, third no, thing. no 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 you were about to say something tell me clint black debuted around that time but i feel like he debuted in the 90s i feel like it was 91 because i think killing time was his original album and i feel like that was 91 look you for the sake of the fact what yes for the sake of the fact i haven't even thrown a guess out there i'm just gonna say clint black you were right what actually yeah yeah i thought i could have sworn (laughs) killing time was uh 1989 I'm I'm actually kind of psyched up at that guess. Yeah, I was kind of when, you kind of pulled you kind of pulled that out of nowhere, bro. You were like, "Oh, Clint Black," and I was like, "Oh, did he just say Clint Black?" I was like, "When did that hey. come out?" Oh, I, uh oh, uh oh. Wait a minute, my Wi-Fi just what? went out. Oh, 
Hopefully well, that's just I my phone. Okay, it came back. It came back. It came back. I was going to say, I can still hear you. <laughs> it was 89. Mm-hmm. I, I... Hey, you got the hardest one. I would say, I was, honestly, I think that one was harder than the Kelsey Ballerini one. It definitely was. I Where did that come know. from? I was just thinking of people that debuted back then, and I just... I remember that you, CD. I would not my have dad, gotten that, bro. I my dad have. had that CD, and so I, I have it downloaded. Oh. And so I just, I was thinking that era, and I was like, like I haven't thrown a guess out there, but I, I was convinced it was like 91 when it came out. So that's why I thought this is going to be a dumb guess. Sure. So thank you for stopping me and like <laughs> making yeah. I was guess. I literally, I, I totally would have went over. <laughs> yeah, I heard you say Clint, and I was like, uh, bruh. <laughs> I was like, bro, you haven't even guessed. You might as well guess. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end. That's the that, end of the you episode. Know, I enjoy that segment, but it's actually tough because on the spot, your mind just leaves. You can't think yeah. of any names. You can't think yeah. of any facts. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Well, well. That, that is all for today's episode of the Waves on the Shore podcast. Hope you enjoyed some, some new faces on the show today. Be sure to show Tom some love in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on all these albums and songs yeah. below. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to plug my own stuff, but check out my blog. I'd no, no. It. Do check out. Do check out uh, Jaren's blog. Be sure to subscribe. You can get emails when stuff comes out. All that fancy jazz. And I think that's... I, we don't really much closing to say. Yeah. Ooga Booga. Podcast over. <laughs>